0: We found out late yesterday afternoon, it was in fact pretty much this time yesterday, that the Brisbane Lions will have a new skipper for the 2023 season. And um, want to say straight off the top, even though he's waiting on the line to come on, about what a great job Dane Zorko did in the role, both on and I think just as importantly off the field during his 105 games here with the... Uh, see next to his name with the responsibility of being captain of the Lions. So, twenty twenty three will bring in a new era at the club. But he will still be playing, and he joins me on the line this evening. G'day, Dane. Welcome to the program. How are you, salty? Oh, I'm doing very well, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on, and and, and well done on a, on a great innings uh, as uh, as captain of the the Lions. I know it's a position that you uh, were very proud to to have, and no doubt you, you enjoyed leading this young group over the last five seasons.
1: Yeah, thanks, Salty. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was obviously an absolute blast to, um, I guess, and challenging to lead a club that was, you know, really struggling um, halfway through the season. Uh, I think in 2018 when I took over the job, uh, we didn't have any wins on the board. We might have had one, and um, we finished that year off strongly and then we're able to turn it around really quickly and um, to to help um, lead the charge in that department is uh, something I'm extremely proud of. but I guess now it's it's a time for someone else to take over. Um, we're in a really strong position as a football club, and we've got a great crop of leaders coming through. Um, and I'm ready to jump behind the next captain to be.
0: Yeah, I'll ask you about who you think it, that might be because boy, there's a, a fair list of candidates uh, there. When when you've seen the growth of the team in the last the last number of seasons, uh, it's been terrific. I know that the the frustration has been there in a way to not being able to take it to that ultimate step, but you know the foundations uh, have been placed, have been pretty strong for the not just this upcoming season, but for the, the years to come.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I think one thing we set out to do when Fags took over, um, we wanted to build long su- sustained success and um, it's taken us a few years and we've had a lot of disappointments along the way. Uh, we've gotten close um, to reaching that grand final and having the opportunity to play for that premiership on a number of occasions. Um, the last four seasons we've been able to play finals and um, we're really starting to, to cement ourselves, uh, you know, in that top half of the ladder, which is something that we set out and was a goal of ours to set out to do um, right from when Fages first took over. So we're slowly doing that. Um, we've added in some fantastic players along the way. We've built another um, strong pre-season with our players We've got some great recruits that I'm sure we'll touch on, and um, I guess now it's it's exciting times ahead for the football club. Um, we've got a brand new facility out at Brighton Homes Arena. Um, you know, things are, things are looking great, and um, excited for the season to, to get underway, mate.
0: So so you should be. It's exciting for all Lions fans, Zorks, to, to look down at that list, and, and the additions that you've made to it this year have been outstanding, but... The, the development of those already established at the club, whether they're going into their third, fourth, fifth season of senior footy, um, it, it's it's looking very strong across the board. And importantly, there's there's a fair bit of depth there as well. Yeah, that's
1: the key word there, um, salty. There's heap there's, there's plenty of depth there now. We've, we've probably lacked that in, in previous seasons, but I think, as you said, you go through our list, and you know those guys that have played 50, 60 games, well, they're now up around eighty. They've got another. Um, pre-season under their belt the game plan hasn't changed you know we're just building and building on top of that so and of course we've added in um some amazing additions and and in the draft picked up really well with a couple of father sons and uh and the like so it is it's a, the, the profile of the list is building really really strongly really nicely and um you know as i said there is exciting uh times ahead for the football club and it was something that we set out to do, you know, over six years ago when faith took over the job and we're starting to see it all pieced together now and we need to start playing our absolute best football and um, we know it can, uh, we can. know if we can do that, we're going to give ourselves every single chance.
0: A couple of those youngsters, uh, the sons of uh, Will Ashcroft, uh, Jasper Fletcher, just two of them. Uh, how have they been going in their first pre-season?
1: Yeah, exceptional. I mean, Will's fit in like he's a... 100-game player, to be honest with you. He's one of the smoothest movers that I've ever seen take the field. He likened to, to Simon Black the way he moves. He just seems like he's got hours and hours of time. It's uh, it's quite incredible. And Jasper's had a little bit of an interrupted preseason. He's had um, ankle surgery late last year um, before he got to the club, and he's been in rehab since. But he's now coming out of that and, and, and starting to get into a – a lot more of the training and um, I think he, he may even play his first practice match uh, this Friday night for the club. So um, both pathways are a little bit different, but uh, it's still such a bright future for both of them and um, really excited to see what they can do uh, in their Brisbane Lions journeys because uh, it's certainly looking bright for both of them.
0: One of the things is that the club has become a a destination club. People players uh, not all that long ago where well, you go back to 2018 and probably a couple of years before that as well the looking at you know maybe just head to brisbane because it was an opportunity but then look to go elsewhere now you you're getting guys who genuinely want to to, to come here to be part of the club that's happened now over the last few seasons uh, and and one of those is Someone like a Jack Gunston, who, when you look at him, and and I spoke to him on this program, I think it was uh, late last year uh, when he arrived in in Brisbane. That you know, while he has had a few interrupted years, he's got plenty of football left in him, and and it's great that he's chosen uh, Brisbane to head to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, part of that that Fager's plan was to make this a a club that players wanted to stay at and and were attracted by it, and. I think you've seen, we've Charlie Cameron, Lockie Neal, Josh Dunkley, Jack Gunston, uh, Darcy Fort. There's plenty of players that have, um, you know, chosen to come to us as a football club. Uh, not only what we've been able to do on the field, but off the field as well. We we really pride ourselves on being a really strong uh, family club, and I think players can attest to that that's extremely strong, and, and they love that side of it, so um, it's great that you know, we're, we're attracting this calibre of players. And, I mean, you look at Jack Gunston's profile. He's won three premierships. He's kicked 450 goals. He's done it pretty much all in the game, but he still wants to come up and, you know, hopefully help us, you know, win another premiership, um, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. And um, it's, uh, it's certainly been exciting um, to see the growth and the development of all our players and even those that we've acquired um, over the last few months, but, of course, the last few years as well.
0: All right mate. Uh, who's I uh, I don't expect you actually to answer this one with just naming one name uh, you know because there's quite a few candidates. Uh, you can announce it now if you want on the on the program but who's going to be leading you out this year?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean there's obviously a lengthy process still to go through it. Um we yet to pick our leadership group so we'll get that done this week and then uh hopefully um from that we'll have our our, our candidates which you know, clearly leading the pack out, Vice Captain Harris Andrews have to be, you know, uh, right up there. Obviously Lockie Neal is getting spoken about a lot and, and uh Hugh McCluggage is the other one that, although probably um, may seem a little bit raw to most, uh, has actually had an incredible pre season and has matured so much and he does so many great things and the right things. It's um you know, he's certainly putting his hand up as well. So there's three fantastic candidates there that I think the positions will certainly go to those three, um, whichever way and whatever route we choose to go down. Um, I know the club's going to be in great hands. And partly the reason of me stepping down was to make sure that I can help and guide whoever it may be in their new role and give them as much guidance and um, help them out and, and be a sounding board for them for, however long I continue to play, whether that be the end of this year or next or however long, um, mm. help them feel comfortable in the role and help them out as much as possible.
0: She's there's you, you, the three names you mentioned there before and, and have your guidance there along with some other experienced players uh, as well. They're going to be in good hands. Uh, this has got nothing to do with any of the, the names you mentioned. Are you, are you a fan of of just having that, that one captain? Have your leadership group, yes, but just have that, that one leader uh
1: i think ideally um that would be the path to go down you know if it was my decision i think it's great that a person can um you know do it his own way if that makes sense Um, certainly you know if you've got co-captains you sort of may feel like you're treading on someone else's toes here and there and uh and whatnot but um you know, certainly that will be a, a, an option for us. There's no doubt about that. I think everything's on the table at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I like the one captain style. I think everyone has a everyone has a clear direction of who to go to or what they need or you know so forth. Um, so yeah, that's. I think that's a, the path we'll go down, but I, I obviously can't be a hundred percent sure. No,
0: of course. Um, less meetings for you now. Does that mean the golf handicap goes down or?
1: Oh, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed for Ken. Uh, yeah, that's what you know, handing over these roles and responsibilities that frees up time for family and stuff like that and, and having a, a, a young family and and that will certainly allow me to spend more time with them, but most importantly, get my body right and get yes. myself back to playing some um, hopefully good uninterrupted injury-free football which is which is the main goal and uh, another one of those reasons as to why I, uh, I stepped down to, stepped down as well.
0: Mate, I, I probably should have gone with the family angle ahead of <laughs> golf there. I'm, I'm talking to you, not Daniel Rich. Both <laughs> <Those laughs> is important. Both <Those laughs> is important. Yes, Exactly. But I played with Dan late last year. Uh, boy, he can hit the ball a mile. Is he the best golfer at the club?
1: He's certainly up there. Uh, Jackson Pryor is having something to say about that at the moment. His handicap has absolutely skyrocketed in. Uh, I think it was somewhere around 21 when he first got to the club, and now he's at about 5.9. So, wow. uh Yeah, he spent a lot of the off-season at the golf course, he reckons. He, he walked a number of holes. Um, every single day he was playing at least 18 holes, he reckons. So um, you can certainly see it. His handicap has come in quite significantly, and the boys played with him on the weekend and reckon he was absolutely incredible. So <laughs> it's... Uh, He's taken the mantle
0: at the moment. Wow, that's 15 shots. That's amazing. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, mate, thanks for joining us on the program tonight. Well done on, uh, as I said, uh, a great knockers captain over 100 games, part of a really elite group there at the Lions, having captained the, the side over 100 games, led, of course, by uh, the great Michael Voss. So well done, uh, Dane. All the very best, mate, for the season. I know we'll chat throughout, uh, but wanted to get you on tonight in the main to congratulate you. On, uh, on what's been a, a terrific stint uh, as captain of the Lions. Appreciate your time, mate. Thanks, Aldi. Cheers, mate. Appreciate but, it. Thanks, Dane. Dane Zorko joining us there from the Brisbane Lions, who will be the next captain. I'll tell you what, you can make a case for all three of those that he mentioned, Hugh McCluggage. Uh, perhaps, uh, you know, the, the, the younger player, uh, Harris Andrews uh, as well. His name uh, was mentioned. Uh, so, boy, there's some... There's some good talent uh, there at the Brisbane Lions and they should be expecting to have a, a really good season.